Welcome to Living Simply, a guide to mindful living and mindful parenting with your host, Dr. Gina. Hey everybody, welcome back to Living Simply with Dr. Gina Madrigrano. Um, without further ado, let's bring her in. Hey, Dr. Gina. Hey, Mr. Ben, how are you? Good. I'm actually not Mr. Ben. Mr. Ben is a teacher and he wears a blue shirt. You know what? That's a whole distance learning thing. I'm not going to get into it right now. But I, what I am going to do is introduce uh, Crystal Tubbs, who is another producer on the show. Hey, Crystal. Hey. How's it going today? Good. How is everybody doing? Uh, well. Awesome. I, was, I almost swore for no reason. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. So what are... <laughs> Before um, before I get insulted by any by anyone else, what uh, what are we talking about today, Gina? So I thought we could talk about how to deal with passive aggressive behavior because it's coming up a lot in sessions I'm having with clients. So I thought it'd be a good learning opportunity. Oh, is it? Oh yes. Are is you sure? Um, <laughs> okay. So, Whatever. Uh, <laughs> So let's see, dealing with passive aggressive behavior. I love it. I love the topic. Uh, let's talk about it. So um, why do you think, well, why don't you, why don't you tell us what passive aggressive behavior is first? So it's a way to communicate. So if we go by process of elimination, being assertive is what we want to strive to. So assertive and open communication. Then there's aggressive, which is pretty obvious. And then there's passive, which is the other extreme, and passive-aggressive is a bit in between. So what passive-aggressive is, is someone is sending you a message. You can tell they're trying to tell you something because of the tone or the body language, but the message is not clear. So you're left feeling something's up, but you're not sure what it is. But you do know something's up with that person. So it's very indirect communication, and it can show up in many different ways. So it can show up through sarcasm, uh, jokes, um, nonverbal tactics, such as slamming doors, throwing things, um, sighing, rolling eyes, lying, playing the victim. Um, you're talking with someone and they minimize, they deny, they deflect, uh, guilt tripping people, shaming people using charm and anger, feigning ignorance, and so on. So they're all different strategies people can use to avoid communicating a message directly. I've totally never done any of those. <laughs> Good joke. Thanks. <laughs> no, but it's possible, you know, like uh, people can be passive aggressive and grow out of it. Some people can be more passive where... They don't want to rock the boat, so they're more quiet. And Ben just left, so I don't know if that was passive-aggressive or he just... He slammed the door on us. Lost the connection. Um, yeah. So those well, are different ways to uh, be passive-aggressive. I'm sure there's other ways, but those are general strategies people use. Hey, sorry. No, I wasn't uh, being passive-aggressive. To or something. So, um, you cut off, so we didn't hear you. Your internet 
connection apparently yeah. is really bad. We're having really bad thunderstorms in Rhode uh, Island right now. Oh, that's probably why. So everything, yeah. So everything just kind of stopped for a second. Um, so I think uh, what's what's alarming for me is that I think I check every single box that you just uh, <laughs> you just talked about um, in in being passive aggressive. So uh, that's fun. Well, um, let, let me clarify something here. Um, they are strategies, but you have to take them in context and the intention. So making jokes doesn't have to be passive aggressive, but it's the intention. So let's say I see Crystal and I'm like, and I'm like oh, my grandma used to wear that dress. It's a joke, but it's kind of insulting her. But, it, you know, stand-up comics are making jokes. That's not passive aggressive. Or you're having a good time and you're saying jokes. So the joke's intention is is to hide an insult, then it's passive aggressive. Mm. So you have to take it in context. If you're lying to the little guy in your house because you want to hide that you have a surprise for him, that's not passive aggressive. So it's more you have to take it in context of the intention behind it. it in, if it's used as a mode of communicating your thought. Does it make more sense? Yeah. It's yeah. Are you are you still passive aggressive, Ben? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because okay. I'm always never done school. any of those. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm kind of curious. I mean, I do want to get into like how we can approach people who are doing are being passive aggressive, but um, how can we kind of recognize that behavior in ourselves and kind of stop it if we don't want to be that you know passive aggressive anymore? So one, as always, is to be mindful of how we communicate. So if, if we're saying the message is, is to ask ourselves, is this clear? Um, is the message that I'm saying more likely to be understood clearly? Or is, it, is there room for interpretation? And second, if you kind of tell, am I being direct or not? Look at what, why am I scared? What am I scared of? Why am I not saying it directly? And usually your answer is there. Mm -hmm. So it, it, what are you scared of? And is, it, is your message clear or not? Is it attacking? Um, Can you be considered passive aggressive if you are still being direct? Well, I think, that just it, I, I think that's in the eye of the beholder, the person who interprets it. Like if some, if some, if, for example, I tend to be direct and call people on their stuff, but I do it kindly. But if, if in front of me I have someone who has poor self-esteem, is insecure, uh, susceptible to criticism, even if I do it kindly but directly with no aggression behind it, they might still think I'm passive-aggressive or rude or aggressive. It's, it's right. a matter of perception, but the importance is if you know you're being direct and clear and respectful, obviously. Um, oh, okay. What, no, the, what the other one thing? I wasn't including respectful in that. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry. Right, it's, it's, communication is in the context of uh, respect of the other person, timing. 
so um yes if i have if i have a friend who just found out her husband died well maybe it's better if i hold off on my comments when she feels better that's using tact and empathy so context is important and respect so yeah those details are important to take into consideration you still just mean ben I never thought I was mean. Um, I mean, I'll ask my friends if they think that I'm mean. Uh, but I mean, I, I guess I can be. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, no, I think that it's it's more of a defensiveness. I, I feel like I'm passive aggressive when I'm defensive. Well, yeah, it's possible. And and to answer your previous question, the pers- let's say you're assertive and not none of the other dysfunctional three. And the person responds to you, oh, that was rude. That is so mean. They're being passive aggressive. They're trying to make you feel guilty because you're setting a boundary or you're communicating a need. And that's their way to shut you down. Mm. There's a family relationship that's making a whole lot of sense right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, silent treatment is uh, passive aggressive. Mm. withholding information, knowing it's going to hurt the other person. That's passive aggressive. It's a long list. Yeah, it is a long list. And again, it's a long list in which I feel like I do a lot of them. Um, No, I've gotten accused of being passive aggressive on things when I wasn't being passive aggressive. And then, but I definitely am sometimes. I mean, you know, I think we all are. Oh yeah. You know, nobody's, nobody's perfect. perfect. Um, but, uh, I mean, I've definitely gotten like accused of being passive aggressive, uh, and, um, especially like getting busier, um, when you, so how do you, how do you deal with it when you're trying not to be passive aggressive, but it's coming off like that? So for example, like, um, if say you get really busy, Mm-hmm. And then you don't communicate as well because you're overwhelmed by some other things like that can come off as passive aggressive or like ghosting someone. Like, how do you, how do you communicate that you're not being like, cause it, you know, cause it kind of never would be good. And like, does that make sense? Does what yeah. I'm saying make sense? Gina? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give, give you an example. If I know now it's not happening. Cause I, I, isolated at home. But if I know I'm not feeling well and I could be impatient or have a tone, I will warn the people, listen, if ever you pick up on me that I'm distant or I'm not ignoring you, I'm just having a rough day and it's easier for me to just take a time out from being around people because I'm not going to be pleasant. Or it, let's say I catch would catch myself after the fact or as I'm doing it, I could basically say, sorry, it's not about you. I'm having a rough day. Um, I do it with my, my daughter, you know, like mommy's stressed right now. So uh, I might be impatient or short. If my tone is not good, just tell me, but it's not you. So, so it's, it's being self-aware and communicating that directly because the more we're passive aggressive there's there's two impacts one 
you're going to make the other person uncomfortable and they'll be like, what's up with that? And two, it's frustrating for you because your message is not clear. So whatever you need, you're not going to get it. Yeah. So an example, I had sometimes clients who won't leave the sessions over and I'm like, we're done. And, um, they push, they push. And I have to explain several times. It's, it's, it's 50 minutes because I have someone after you. I need to prepare. And if they keep doing it, then I get aggravated. And then I have to explain. I said, listen, you keep doing that. It's getting me really angry and resentful. And I need you to understand that. And now I'm not listening to you anymore because I've told you several times our session is over and you're not respecting that. So, yes, it's uncomfortable and there's a risk in doing it. But you have to weigh the risk of my needs versus the other person's needs. And usually people are passive aggressive, will be scared to speak their mind out of fear of how the other person will react. But if you, if you model open communication, then you're showing I have needs, this is how I feel, and this is what I need. This sounds like a... Uh, segue into boundaries, which I'm not yeah. going to get into, but it could very, it, it sounds very um, connected. Just, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So if, if we think of passive aggressive in uh, family systems, so whether it's with a spouse or family, so let's not talk about strangers because, you know, sometimes you just got to let it go. You don't have a relationship with these people. But if we think of close relationships, and I'm thinking of a couple I'm working with, and their way to respond to each other is passive aggressive all day, every day. So what's happening is there's lingering anger all the time. So they keep snapping at each other. So I always bring it back to when you know the person you're with is passive aggressive. So if you think, let's have a family member or a partner, set clear boundaries. So example, what I do, I'll tell the person, listen, unless you're clear with me, I'm not going to waste time trying to figure out what you're trying to tell me. So either you tell me directly or I'm going to assume nothing's wrong. So I, I basically, when they're passive aggressive, I'll ignore them. A bit like a child having a tantrum, you know, you don't want to play into the behavior, you ignore it. Um, so that's one way to set a boundary, to openly explain it. Listen, I'll respond to you and I'll, I'll talk to you if you're direct, but if you're passive aggressive, I'm not going to respond to that because it takes too much energy. I'm going to try and assume what's wrong. I, I could assume wrong and then it's a never ending interaction. So let's be direct with each other and, and just say it as it is, obviously with, with respect. Right. So when you said boundaries, that way it's easier uh, to have them respected. And even if your boundary is to walk away, uh, hang up, put some distance, not engage, they're all different ways to set boundaries with that person. I'm kind of, uh, maybe you mentioned this when you were listing off topics, but is shifting blame also passive aggressive? Yeah, it could be a way to deflect the conversation. Right? Like, 
defensive and they, yeah, but you did this. Okay, let's first talk about what I'm talking about. So they're shifting the conversation. How do we, I'm curious how to approach kind of that situation. Um, is that also just a boundary setting or what do you do? Can you give me an example of a friend? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, I have a friend who um, has some family members that um, it's uh, outside family, like step family and all that. And they don't necessarily, it's not even that they don't get along, but it's like they've never had a close relationship. And it doesn't matter like, what my friend does, um, there's nothing that they can do to kind of get into the kind of, um, you know, fam familial relationship that other families have. And there's always like a blame, you know, like, well, if you didn't do this or if you did that, like, how do you approach that? So if someone's, if, if it's part of their personality to not take responsibility for their actions, that's a whole other ball game. Mm -hmm. But what you can do is you can control how you respond to the blame. So privately in your head, if, if you're clear that you did nothing wrong, well, they can accuse you of whatever they want or your, your friend, and right. they, they don't have to accept the blame. Um, the, another way is the, the person could go, okay, before you blame me on, on this, let, let's address what I was talking about. So depending on the topic is if you notice they're deflecting responsibility, that person can respond. No, I'm, I'm not willing to take the blame for this. This, this is not me. This is not my issue. Mm. And, and you leave it at that. And if they want to argue about it, you like, you are able to say, um, um, I, I don't want to talk about this anymore because it's not going to go anywhere or I don't feel an openness of conversation here. So uh, maybe we should shut this down. And if there's space for open communication, then it's to say, you know, I feel blamed here and I don't see where I am to blame in this situation. And again, it depends, right? Some right. people won't change. Some people, there's space to evolve and communicate. And with some people, it's going to go nowhere. So it's like pack up your bags and walk away from this situation because it's not worth uh, the energy. Um, ben, your turn. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to point out that... Um, we have a comment uh, from Karen uh, who says, people give me anxiety where nature always heals me. 10 minutes walking, 15 minutes on the lake, 10 minutes more walk, bugs, birds, and fishing. Fishing is a place for me. Um, definitely don't have to feel uh, deal with passive-aggressive people when you are uh, out in nature. Um, so thank you very much, Karen. Yeah. And, uh, and just a reminder, if you guys have any questions, you want to ask questions during the show live, you can always do that. Um, the shows are live. You can find them uh, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern on Dr. Gina's uh, Facebook page and um, YouTube. So check, check it out live if you want to do that. Um, and you can ask your questions or, or type in comments, whatever you, whatever you want to do. Um, so my question is about dealing with passive aggressive people, because while I may have spent the first few minutes of this show talking about, uh, 
uh, being passive aggressive myself, one of my biggest pet peeves is um, is is people being passive aggressive with me. Nothing will make me aggressive more. Mm-hmm. Than someone else being passive aggressive. I really don't handle it well. I wish that I did better. Um, but when someone else is passive aggressive, I get, get mad. So, um, what, uh, how would you suggest that I, that I deal with that and, and better deal with passive aggressive situations with other people? So that's a great point because, um, it's a big trigger for me as well. And that's why I'm talking about it. Um, heal thyself. <laughs> so when, and that's one symptom it, when someone's passive aggressive, it can awaken a lot of aggression in someone else. And um, it, it, it takes a lot of self-control and breathing to not retaliate. So again, it depends who's in front of you. And how valuable that relationship is to you. So if it's someone really close and safe, obviously, because in relationships that are abusive, it's not safe to call people on their passive aggressive behavior. So if it's a safe relationship, it's okay to even just call them on it and go, you know, tell me differently. But how do you cope with it with yourself is to literally, um, validate your feeling wow this really pisses me off or angers me whatever feeling i know they're trying to tell me something and they're not and it makes me really upset whatever feeling you have so you first need to acknowledge how you feel so that you can calm the emotion down so self-compassion validation and breathing (laughs) Because if it triggers anger, you're already in the fight or flight. So you're more likely to respond in a way that's inappropriate. So my tactic is to take a breather, walk away. Um, Obviously, replay it in my head how I could respond and then not say it. Because the first response, obviously, in my case, I don't know about you, if I'm angry, won't be a good one. Mm. And then reevaluate, is it worth addressing or not? And I think we spoke about this in another podcast is, okay, what do, if I'm going to respond to this, what am I expecting to get in return? And how likely am I going to be validated or understood? If the odds are slim, because you're dealing with a very passive aggressive person, then you have to question, is it even worth it? And to... Maybe it's not worth it because you won't get what you want, but it'll just feel better to go, listen, you were very passive aggressive and it makes me very angry. I know something's up and either you tell me directly or you say nothing. I don't know if it answers your question. Yeah, it definitely answers my question. Um, So I... I, I guess uh, I t- what is it about uh, us that makes us be passive aggressive? Because obviously, like, I feel like it's a protective thing for ourselves because we don't want to be outright aggressive or, or mean to somebody, you know, so we, we don't want to do that. Um, but we also like 
feel the need to get in jabs or to, um, or, you know, to what it like all work is self work. Right. So what is it about ourselves that, um, makes us feel the need to, to, uh, be passive aggressive? Well, if you just look at it, what makes it that we don't want to be assertive would be simpler because whether it's passive aggressive or passive. So the passive person is scared to speak because they'll be scared. What's the other person going to say or react? Same with the passive aggressive. They're scared to of the other person's reaction. So they're, they're, they're kind of control tactics because you're trying to control the other person's reaction. Whereas being assertive, you have zero control how they'll respond to your honesty. And that can be pretty scary. Whereas if you're passive aggressive or passive, you totally control the other person. You know you could set someone off by being passive aggressive. It's predictable. But being assertive, you have no idea. Will it be received well? Will they be aggressive? Will they be open? And passive, well, they're not reacting at all. And that's very predictable because they don't even know something's up. So it's behind all the the passive aggressive and passive is there's fear. What am I scared of? The aggressive, they're not scared. They want to get into you <laughs> and they're pretty clear, right? So uh, they, there's name calling, putting down. It's pretty clear. The message is clear, but hurtful. Right. Um, I would say, I think that the times that I'm most passive aggressive are when I've, when I try to be assertive and then I try to step back from being assertive, right? Because you know what I mean? And then, and then I get, and and then I'll get passive aggressive. I also sometimes act passive aggressive as like a, uh, so there's two things. There's one, there's like hurt, hurt Ben can be passive aggressive and, uh, uh, Ben, who is messing with you can be passive aggressive, right? <laughs> so, so, there's so with I, <laughs> yes, well, there's two modes of passive aggressive, Ben. There's, there's Ben who, who's, who's been hurt a little bit, just a little bit, um, can be, can be very passive aggressive, uh, or threatened in some way that, that guy can be passive aggressive and he can probably be a huge jerk. And then there's also, um, like, I can be kind of passive aggressive in the like digging comments way when, um, when I'm messing with somebody, when like, I, I don't know. I've never, this isn't a, this isn't a flattering thing to say on this show, by the way. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> but you're like, good company. <laughs> no, but like if I, if someone's being like, uh, you know, I don't even want to say like an idiot or a moron or something like, you know, if somebody's beat, but if somebody's being like not that meeting person, your expectations, not even not meeting my expectations, but like if they're not being nice or they're being like really arrogant or full of themselves or whatever, that's when I'll, if somebody's being arrogant and, and not, not nice in general, then I can flip a switch with the passive aggressiveness and, um, and sort of be, become become pretty mean in a in a passive way 
Um, and, uh, so those are the things that I think that I've never stopped. I have stopped to think about them. Friends have pointed them out. Um, but, uh, but this podcast has helped me, um, think about how to, how to deal with that. So thank you, Gina. Welcome back. How to stop the passive aggressive behaviors. Listen, Crystal, enough, enough out of you. Okay. <laughs> it's just um, because I'm a saint. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, meanwhile, during this show, I did solve this Rubik's Cube. Oh, wow. never mind. I didn't yeah, solve the Rubik's Cube. I thought that I did, and then I messed it all up again. It's your fault. It's you, you're, you guys were distracting me. Yeah. Um, yep. Totally. So so we end every episode with a moment of gratitude. Uh, well, first, Gina, do you have anything that you'd like to uh, end with as far as passive aggressiveness? Well, assertive and direct is always the best way enveloped in kindness and respect and you're more likely to get what you want when you're assertive that's it all right um moment of gratitude crystal we'll start with you uh what are you grateful for today uh today i am grateful for the really nice weather outside uh i'm gonna take my dog out for a walk later how, yeah. dare, how, how dare you i literally told you that we were having like hail and months <laughs> dave and i were hiding in the basement cowering away oh. from lightning earlier okay, we had so we've had some really bad thunderstorms the last <laughs> couple days here too but not today i'm sorry that's okay. That's very nice. I'm sorry that I stepped on your moment of gratitude. <laughs> I'll never talk about the weather again. It's it's fine, Ben. It's fine. <laughs> Is it really fine? <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Uh, oh man, I um I'm grateful for uh little moments, little nice moments. Um. I last night I had a I had a really nice uh little moment at um where uh the 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 kid woke up in the middle of the night and I was awake and I got to you know um spend that 5 minutes you know reassuring him and putting him back to sleep and I was really grateful for that and uh so so I'm I'm and you know it just goes to to a larger point of, of really appreciating little moments. And, um, and I've been thinking about that a lot, a lot recently. I have a friend who, um, who plays a, a, like a game on the, with the clock and the time of when it, when it gets to a certain time, actually, you know what? I'm going to just say this out loud so that anybody listening to this later on insight timer can, can do this. Cause it's a great moment for appreciation is, um, Anytime the clock is uh, 12.34, be it a.m. or p.m., um, they take a moment to stop and, and just appreciate the moment. And um, so that's a that's a fun thing that we've been doing of, like, texting each other, like, the lock screen on our phone, that that moment, and, uh, and taking stock of it. And uh, it's actually helped me to, to think about every little moment um and then how cool and important and, and grateful that i am for them so that's what i'm just gonna say you know last night was cool this morning was a was a funny uh little moment that i that i cherished there was another one um but in general just all little moments i'm grateful for all of them awesome. gina 
So I'm super grateful for my amazing daughter. She's, she's just amazes me and she's been helping me out around the house. I could do some works, whether it's helping me take care of the dogs, helping me with baking. She's just sweet. So I think she should hear that over and over again. <laughs> That's Yes, she should. That's amazing. Uh, all right. Well, um, Crystal, if people want to find you, obviously they can they can find you at the the link down um, on your name right now, which is braveandboldwriter.com. What do you what would you say you do there? Uh, I'm helping companies move online. Um, so if you need a website, you want to blog, you want to sell your stuff. Um, I just learned how to put together like an Etsy store. Um, I can help people set up whatever they need. Awesome. And Gina, uh, if people would like to get a hold of you for um, uh, coaching work and, and all of that stuff, where where would you direct them to? Uh, com. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for, for uh, joining me, for joining Dr. Gina. Thank you all of you <laughs> for listening to this. And um, please... Uh, go out of your way. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, or Insight Timer, um, please like like it. Uh, give it a review. Let us know what you think. That goes a long way to help other people um, find it, and hopefully they'll get something out of it too. So thank you guys very much. Um, thank you, Dr. Gina. Thank you. For more information or to book an appointment with Dr. Gina, Go to drmandragrano.com or click the link in the description of this episode.